You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Well, let's begin with Josh Hart and the Knicks finalizing this agreement as we speak. Uh, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski had the report. The Knicks are finalizing a contract extension with Josh Hart for four years, $81 million. Hart's agents with CAA disclosed the details to Woj with, AG, with ESPN. As of Wednesday, both sides are working on the final details of the contract. And Josh Hart, uh, who is currently with Team USA, preparing for the World Cup. We mentioned how he did not play in the previous exhibition game their first game against puerto rico it was deemed for quote-unquote rest we now know it actually was quote-unquote contract that's what they probably should have put on the injury report that was why he he has not played and and that's smart by his on his part not to risk any kind of injury and uh the reporting is once this contract gets resolved then josh hart will then resume full activities with uh team usa so this 81 million dollar contract extension is the maximum the knicks could have offered is 140% of the value of his player option that he accepted to play for on this upcoming season for 12.9 million. Um, then Hart will begin making starting with 18 million when the contract kicks in this new contract extension, 18 million the following year. That'll be 2024, 2025. Hart uh, was acquired by the Knicks prior to last season's trade deadline in New York. Hart averaged 10.2 points. Uh, he averaged uh, or shot 58% from the field, 51% from three. And also averaged seven rebounds. The Knicks were 17 and eight down the stretch of the regular season when Josh Hart joined the team. So I asked you, Tommy, are you surprised that the Knicks got this deal with Josh Hart to essentially be a full max of what he could have got? We've talked about will they shave off a couple of million? Will we give them some money back here? Josh Hart getting the full maximum extension he could have he could have got for the Knicks, 140% of his previous contract. So he gets the full 81 million. Are you surprised by that? Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not shocked. Um, you know, there were rumors that he could settle in around 75 million, you know, shave a few million off here and there. Um, we still don't have the full details, um, you know, whether they'll be fully guaranteed. Is there a player option? Right. Is there a team option on the final season? Um, is some of that 81 million um, in the form of unlikely incentives, likely bonuses, you know, things along those lines. So it's still possible. Um, that he's that that it's not a fully guaranteed 81 million um but yeah just so you know for the breakdown um obviously the 29 million this season uh this upcoming 23 24 make 18.1 the next 19.6 21.1 22.5 so that that sums out to the, the full 94 million to make over the life of the next five years of the contract important to note um, here are the set of the Knicks' total salary cap that those numbers account for. So next year, he's only making 9.5% of the team's total salary cap. And as you over the three years, 12.8, 13.1, 13.4, 13.7. So when you look at that $22.5 million number, it seems like a lot in that final year of that contract for a player that's going to come off the bench, et cetera. Remember, it's less than 14% of the team's total salary cap. And obviously, you can re-sign players. They'll be able to re-sign Brunson and exceed that cap, et cetera. Um, so looking at that in, you know, in that context, keeping a player like Josh Hart in-house, um, you know, I, I, it, it made sense to, to you know, it's clear that he wanted to be here. It was clear that the Knicks wanted him to hear. Um, why haggle over a few million? Keep the player happy. Um, you know, show Brunson you're going to take care of, uh, you know, his buddies. 
Um, you know, th there's 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 some other stuff that that kind of gets um, you know kind of mixed up into the recipe here. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I don't think it's again. I don't think it's a steal. I don't think it's an incredible value for the Knicks. Um, but I do think it's solid value. I think it's a fair contract for both the player and the team. Um, and I think uh, you know, as we'll talk about it in a couple of minutes, um, I think it was essential um, to bring Josh Hart back. And I think bringing him back should have been one of the priorities for the team this offseason. Um, and it clearly, clearly was not just to bring him back for one year, but to keep him as as the Knicks are building something here. And he's now clearly part of that foundational, one of those foundational cornerstones. Yeah, exactly. He, he's a core piece of what the Knicks are trying to build moving forward. And people who may be concerned or or not happy, I don't, I don't think there are too many people. There are some people that look at those yeah. numbers and get a little worried. I mean, I mean, to me, he earned this money. I mean, yeah. you know, this was a contract year for Josh Hart. And he came to New York and just change the entire dynamic of the season. I mean, we, it, you know, when you, you know, you've been covered, you cover this, this team every season. Uh, but for me to, you know, do a podcast, so I'm having week to week conversations about how the season is going. And you could probably just hear the tenor of our voices, the, 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 the excitement of our, of our, of our analysis with this team, how it changes from the minute Josh Hart wasn't on this team. to the minute He is like, it, you could probably just listen to those shows and, and listen to some of the conversations we were having about, how the season was going. I was probably probably still saying they got to get rid of Tibbs. I, I mean, there was so many things that were going on that there was a lot of uncertainty behind the season was going to go. There was no guarantees the Knicks were going to make the playoffs. Not even the, not even the playoffs. They were not in the top six. Uh, they were fighting for their lives. And we were saying, hey, you know, they look like a playing team. Let's see what's going to happen. And then Josh Hart comes in and the Knicks play uh, essentially at an elite level. Uh, down the stretch with him. And then you saw what he did in the first round against Cleveland. He was one of the most important pieces in that series. He won. He essentially was one of the guys that kind of won them game one with some of his play and some of the big shots he made and the defense he played. Like, I mean, he, he, he earned this contract. Now, now to continue to live up to this contract, it's, it's up to him to continue to uh, provide value. But I think when you're giving big money to players, you, you look beyond the player, you look at the character, you look at who he is and you say, is this the kind of guy that's going to change because he's now, you know, set in terms of his contract? Is he not going to put in the right kind of work? He's not going to play with the right kind of attention to detail or the right, the right kind of intensity. And Josh Hart, just by, again, by all accounts is an A1 character type guy. So if, if there was any guy I wouldn't be as concerned about in terms of, Oh, did we get hoodwinked? by a guy playing in a contract year, Josh Hart would be one of those guys. 100%. And, you know, if you look back, you know, over the past couple of years, um, he's been able to contribute in a, in a way that that few players have. Um, you know, I wrote it about it uh, in the um, in the newsletter that, that I posted this afternoon. Um, you know, dating back to the start of 21-22, um, he's averaged 11.9 points on 51.6% shooting, 7.5 rebounds, 4.0 assists. 1.1 made three-pointers, 1.1 steals. Only seven players in the league have averaged seven boards, four dimes, a steal, and a three per game during that stretch. Jokic, Embiid, LeBron, Siakam, Tatum, and Doncic. Jokic and Embiid are the only two players to, to post those numbers and also shoot above 50% from the floor. Again, those are a bit arbitrary numbers, um, but it speaks to the well-rounded aspects of his game. And, you know, there's a couple things when you're signing a guy to long-term deals. Uh, for a decent chunk of change. One, as you mentioned, character. And there's it's hard to find um, anyone with a bad word to say about Mr. Hart. Um, and the other thing is, can a guy contribute? 
will his game appreciate or depreciate over the life of the contract? And Hart is one of those guys where his shooting is going to, you know, he shot 50% from three, essentially, when he arrived at the Knicks in the regular season. That wasn't going to sustain itself, Um, you know, and that came back down to earth. But he still finds ways to contribute whether it's defensively, often, you know, it's, you know, we joke he only has one move that, you know, that, 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 that Euro step over, yeah. um, but, but it's effective. Um, you know, he gets after guys defensively. He's going to hold his teammates accountable. All those things that you want, um, so much of the, what the Knicks have done, uh, you know, a, a reason that Knicks fans are excited about the future is not just because of the talent on the floor, um, but the approach the stars on the team, their approach to the game. Um, you see it in Brunson, you know, most importantly. Hart's a key piece of that. DiVincenzo, um, you know, seems to, you know, be cut from the same cloth. And it doesn't seem to be a coincidence that the three Bill Nova guys that played and, and yep. cut their teeth under Jay Wright. Um, so, again, you know, there's just a, there's there's a lot to like. That. And as we mentioned, um, you know, I, we were both on the same page when it was rumored the Knicks might trade for Josh Hart. Go get right. Josh Hart. We both want. We were both yeah. really excited about what he might bring to the table. He even exceeded our expectations with how well yeah. he played. Um, you know, the Knicks were the best bench team in the NBA um, for the two months after Josh Hart arrived in the deal. Um, he finished the year with the Knicks' best uh, uh, plus-minus per 36 minutes. Um, you know, and again, as we've talked about time and again, we mentioned it earlier this week. Um, Hart is one of those guys that could have fit in well alongside the 90s Knicks. And to me, that's the biggest compliment you can play a, a pay a Nick player. Yeah, Hart, I 100% agree. He he would have fit in totally with those uh, 90s Knicks. Nice guy, but a guy who's an absolute yes. pit bull, though, on the court. Yes. And that's what we've seen from him. And I, I think the important thing, I think, for me to follow with his career as a Nick moving forward, we know this contract's value is going to increase. Knicks have gotten fortunate with some of these other deals where they've been able to have, you know, depreciating value on the contracts. And that's a lot of guys that essentially become super bargains by the time they get to the end of the deal. So that's not the case uh, with Josh Hart. You know, you're talking about 18 million, then 19.6, then 21.1, then 22.5. For him, I think it would be important for him in terms of taking care of his body and staying healthy. That would probably be the only thing I would maybe kind of just look at because he's a player that gives up his body. This is a guy that not afraid to get on the floor, not afraid to calls throw his body around. Player, calls himself a football player playing basketball. Exactly. A guy who sees himself as like almost like a defensive back. And, and the way he yeah. goes after rebounds, he goes after loose balls, goes after jump balls. Like that's how he plays. So um, that would be the one thing I think I would, I would be, you know, mindful to watch if I was him and I was the Knicks is keeping him healthy. Cause he, that, that is not something that's really been an issue in his career yet. And he's entering the prime of his career. But that could be something that you would have to just at least follow as his career continues. Yeah, listen. There's no obviously. There's no guarantees. Right. Um, it's a decent chunk of change for a guy that's not a 15, 20 point scorer. Um, but again, you know, he he does the things on the margins. He does the things that don't necessarily show up in the box where he boxes out, rebounds well. Um, you know, makes the that that hockey assist. You know, and and importantly, contributes in ways the Knicks need because a lot of there's been a lot of talk this this off season about you know they needed three point shooting. They brought in Divincenzo. Hopefully, he'll improve their percentage, etc. Um, but the Knicks were a better offensive team than they were defensively last season. Um, yeah. And part of that is due to the fact that you know the first half of the season before Hart arrived, they were you know they gave up far too many points. Hart on the floor brought those numbers down dramatically. Um, and hopefully, you know, having him for the full duration of the regular season will improve that Knicks defensive rating going forward. Yep. So obviously, I give a congratulations to Mr. Josh Hart, new Nick. 
new contract locked in. He's not, you know, really a part of the squad and part of the future. And hey, look, the Knicks, we're going to talk in a bit about what comes next, but uh, these are the kind of pieces you need to have, kind of have in the fold for yeah. if or when a big trade happens, you say, okay, we have this contract here. Or if you do empty the cover, you say, well, this guy is still here. Like either way, like yep. there's a value of Josh Hart still being on the team and being signed long-term because, you know, when, 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 when the earth shakes and there's furniture getting moved around, like you're going to have to have stable pieces that are still here. And there's a good chance Josh Hart will be one of them. And that's the one thing I heard, you know, people responded on Twitter. Nobody cares. It's a role player. It's an over, you know, not, not a lot, but they're, you know, any negative yeah. criticism was like, you know, they don't have Jokic. They don't have Giannis. So, so like, should we ignore any, this is the, the these are the, these are the plays. These are the uh, additions uh, that you surround the star. Obviously right. the Knicks need another star, need another superstar to kind of take themselves from the four through six range, the, you know, the win a first round series, get knocked oh, yeah. down in the second round range to a true elite title contender. But again, to your point, having a guy like Josh Hart around the Brunson and that third and, and that other star, uh, that other alpha is is really important. And he's the perfect complementary piece um, if and when the Knicks can make that move. Or he's the guy that you include in a trade because his contract's relatively team friendly, you know, um, you know, kind of in that in-between ground yeah. between a max contract and a, and a, a mid-level or even a, you know, a rookie contract. Um that can kind of, you know, facilitate a trade um, that any team, you know, trading a star, um, any team is going to be happy to get back a player like Josh Hart. There's a reason that that three or four teams have traded for him already. I guarantee you one thing, uh, those Nuggets fans who uh, remember the Bruce Brown signing, I can guarantee you that they was like, hey, that was a big deal that we signed Bruce Brown. I think the the Bucks fans uh, who say, hey, when we signed Bobby Portis, uh, that was a big deal. He helped us win yep. NBA playoffs, game eight finals games. Uh, when the Lakers signed, you know, Dwight Howard or Rajon Rondo, yeah, those guys ended up being pretty important in the bubble when they actually needed those guys to perform. A KCP, so yeah, like sometimes the, the, with basketball, like we get so enamored with stars that sometimes we have to think that these other guys are just kind of interchangeable. And we say that until you actually need these guys in the playoff series, and some of these guys rise up to the occasion, and some guys don't, and then that ends up becoming the reason why some teams go home. So. Uh, this is an important move for the Knicks. I'm happy they were able to get it done. And now it makes things very interesting for the Knicks.